We need an intro. Uh, yeah. Sluzzo. Sluzzo. One of us was trying to like flip the cord, but we were both just yeah. Okay, that was that was a failure. I like how we we tried to do harmony, epically failed, and then still went with it the whole time, all the way up to that that legato on it. Yeah, legato. Isn't that called? like some sort of mobster? Maybe. I yeah, like that. This is like two times legato. He's like, I'm a bust of your knee. Yeah, that is that's Mario. That's Mario singing <laughs> <laughs> while he's killing probably some sort of Goomba. Yeah, he always goes straight for the knees. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you kill him <laughs> on Super Mario. You go for the knees. Do Goombas have knees? I think they, they just, I think they're just like feet attached directly to their body. Got I don't it. think they have internal knees. Oh, okay. They're kind of like uh, they're kind of like mushrooms, where they've got the like the stem bit that goes like up inside them, and then like Finding an then like the uh, the outside bit Cap, like hangs yeah. down to like protect their knees. Oh, okay. So if you get them in the knees, like that's that's their weak point. Okay, but you have to get all up in there to get to their knees. You do, you do. You have to like bend them over a barrel. It's hard. It's hard. Okay, so this is a good start. Yeah. It's just like we start immediately into complete nonsense <laughs> right after our little song. So should we do introductions? We can do that. Okay. Yeah. Who are you? Uh, who am I? I guess we'll start this end. Well, who is anyone? I mean, what is is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The uh, copula. Dude, that that totally sounds like some vampire porn. Copula. Copula. Yeah, that's, that's the, a made up word. No, it's the uh, like the most basic. Uh, All words are made up. Part of like the most basic word in any language is. In English, it's like, it's like the ser in Spanish and to be in English. The thing that says this thing equals this thing. It couples things. The copula. Gross. Really just something vampire porn. But yeah, so we, we realized that in the first episode, we uh, Caleb said our names. Yeah. Um, said this is Caleb and Ethan Colin here. We never actually... Uh, I so think you I listened to the ourselves. first episode. I did. I did. It was better than I thought it was. Yeah, I'm too wow. embarrassed. It's a... Uh, <laughs> The, I said this earlier, but uh, in the heat of the moment, when there's dead, when there's a uh, dead air, and no one's Dare. saying anything, it it uh, feels like it's an eternity, and you go back and listen to it. It was like five seconds. Like, oh, that's not so bad. Yeah. I mean, you say that, but our listener is probably like immediately enraged by the amount of dead air. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. I, I don't know. I think we could. <laughs> I think a lot of the times with what we say, we could stand to have a little bit of dead air. Rather yeah, than what we're actually in. saying. Yeah. Like, are they really talking about molesting dogs? <laughs> like, yes, yes they are. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so Ethan, tell us about yourself. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm uh, a guy from the middle of nowhere. Uh, was interested in science and stuff when I was in high school and uh, went to college in a Slightly less nowhere place, Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, not exactly a big city. I, uh, as an undergraduate and then as a, a master's student in uh, conservation biology and then parasitology, I had all sorts of uh, adventurous travels around the world, going to exotic places to uh, study the rainforest and uh, parasites and mammals and stuff. And then I realized that. Uh, that lifestyle is entire too interesting. Is entirely too interesting and adventurous for my boring nerd personality. So I realized I better get into computer programming. So uh, now I'm a database developer. Um, that's my that's my story. I uh, like playing the guitar and uh, um, obscure music and uh, yeah, that's me. So on average, how many times a week do you beat off? Um, <laughs> you know. I don't think this is going to be a normally distributed thing. Really? We're probably going to look at it as like a Poisson distribution where okay. um, usually um, there's, there are like a handful of weeks where it's like, you know, like nine times a week. Mm -hmm. and, and then, you know, when you, uh, when you kind of... Nine? Oh, wow. That's the small handful. Yeah. And then the, most of the rest of the time it's 14, 15 times a day. I'm cranking those off till it hurts. <laughs> Sometimes it gets up into the 50s. Oof. Yeah, it takes, uh, you know... Straight coming blood at that point. <laughs> <laughs> it feels great. Back to the vampire porn. <laughs> oh, 
hadn't thought about that before. <laughs> okay, now that we got all the essential facts from uh, from Ethan, Colin, go ahead. What, who are you? What are you doing here? How okay. You in here. Well, I'm Colin. I'm also from I'm from the middle of nowhere, like Ethan. But once you get to nowhere, take like a left turn toward even farther nowhere, yeah. and that's where I'm from. Gross. Um, I also went to school in Lincoln, Nebraska. Also studying biology, but I'm a little lazier and just dumber, I guess. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> so I did not get a master's. Masters! Masters! Right. Masters. We all went to school with James Hatfield. <laughs> um, I worked with some animals in zoos for a while. Made my way out to Pittsburgh. Made my way back pretty much immediately. And then went to school again for a separate degree. Um, journalism. Because they're really related to each other. And that's the next logical step, obviously. And now I'm uh, here doing a podcast, and I'm as lost as ever before. The highest um, form of journalism the podcast. The podcast, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The world needs to know our opinions about fucking dogs. Yeah. It's so, okay, do you have an intensely personal question How for me? Yeah, so, well, less intensely personal. So this actually came up earlier. So you aspire to become a journalist, sort of. yet you refuse to grow a mustache. Explain. Okay, so mostly the point of this is a lot of journalists are also into like broadcasting and stuff, which I'm not into. I haven't really done anything like in front of a camera. Mm -hmm. Also, and I can't stress this enough, I can't grow a mustache. <laughs> so <laughs> those are the two main points there. Um, but I'll give it a shot. Yeah, you definitely should. Because the thing is, like, people trust a man with a mustache. And you get like I'm not sure that's true, Caleb. <laughs> band on it, and you can put like the little the little bit of paper that you write something on it. Right. right? Yeah. Um, and you also need to like lick your fingers a lot when you're when you're when I'm straightening out my mustache. <laughs> lick my hands and straight or curl it a little bit around. You, got, the side. you gotta like wash your face like a cat. Like the back of my hand and fix my mustache. So so this might. This might hurt people trusting you. <laughs> Everyone trusts cats. <laughs> they do. But I think they don't trust people with curly mustaches. It's like there, there's a fine line between yeah. trustworthy journalist mustache and like cartoony Like Machiavelli. Yeah. You know, I think there's a correlation. The, the curlier the mustache, the less people trust you. So if you really want to be trusted, you should have just like... Like a really a mustache that can't curl. Like imagine like a really small rectangular mustache <laughs> underneath your <laughs> right underneath your nose. Yeah. You should do that. People would just be like, well, yeah, yeah so you know, you could probably become the leader of like a big country. Yeah, yeah. like everybody. Would Let's see him. where. I mean, I can't become the leader of this one because that's already yeah, like, already Trump. He's gonna yeah, create. Already, yeah, he's gonna be our but, leader forever. I mean, I'm mostly German, <laughs> so I could become the leader of Germany with my small rectangular mustache. Yep. Yeah. Okay, this is shaping up. <laughs> I have a I have a hatred of a few things, so this could work out. Yeah. All right. So Caleb, I think it's your turn. Is it, okay. Well, so I also came from the middle of nowhere. Fun fact: all three of us came from the same middle of nowhere, more or less. Um, and because we're total losers and are unable to meet new people, we're still together. <laughs> the same bullshit yep. we ever did. We can't do any better than each other, which is really sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big problem. Um, right, so I, uh, I, I do some stuff with physics, I guess. Um, uh, so, yeah, I did my undergrad in physics, did a little bit of programming on the side. Uh, and then because I didn't have any better ideas, I just said, hey, I decided that, like, hey, I'll, uh, you know, try for the old PhD. And so that's what I'm in the process of now. Of course, the great thing at this point is I'm done with classes, so I just kind of pretend to do real work, and there's no real metric on progress, so I just kind of go in, pretend to work, browse on Reddit all day, and then come back and... Um, Steal all of Colin's food, and that's a that's a day, you know. Life of a grad student. Okay, so do you have a personal question for him? Because um, I, I think 
I have one. Go for it. Go for it. All right. When was the last time that you threw up, and for what reason? Oh, well, um, the reason I can assure you was because I was drinking too much. Right. That sounds right. <laughs> so for, this is old news to the people in the room, of course, but for the listener, um, fun fact about Caleb is Caleb really enjoys uh, passing out on the bathroom floor. This doesn't necessarily mean that Caleb has thrown up. Uh, Caleb also, he just really likes the, the nice coolness of the tile on the floor. The disgustingness. And, and the comfort yeah. of knowing that you're cues, so close to the... Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's nice, too. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's mostly my hair scattered on the floor, so... In fact, Caleb's got, like, a little 5 o'clock shadow. Uh, of course, you can't see that. Over Describe the it in great detail. Not but it's actually just pews. pews. Yeah. 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 It's, it's nice and curly. Yeah, not like a 5 o'clock shadow. It's like a three-day growth. Well... But it's not a three-day growth. It's just all bathroom floor pubes from when he's passed it on the floor. Yeah, it basically happens every night, and they just migrate their way onto my face. You You're know, welcome. I can't remember. It's been a... So I used to get the stomach flu once every year, like, <laughs> clockwork. It was, it was around Christmas, and I'd always get the stomach flu. Um, then when I went to Mongolia, I drank some fermented horse milk... Uh, which which did horrible things to my GI tract, mm. but I have not got the stomach flu since. Now there were a couple times where I was really hungover and still throwing up, and I blamed it on the stomach flu. Then I realized I was really just hungover. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I I you know drank too much last night, and now I've got the stomach flu, and it's probably what set it off. And then I realized, no, there was no stomach flu the whole time. It was all just my uh, raging alcoholism. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a long time. I think like the last probably 12 times I've thrown up has been from drinking. Yeah, I, I haven't thrown up in years for any reason. Like literally oh. probably three or four years at least I have not thrown up. Nice. I mean, back, back then, like three or four years ago, I was an expert drinker. So throwing up was not really on the table most of the time. Especially with like beer. So, Can you describe for me the difference between an expert drinker and an alcoholic? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, my difference was I wasn't drunk all the time. Okay. Now, in my heyday, I did get drunk every day. <laughs> but I wasn't drunk all the time. So I think that's the difference. Well, we've already okay. established that right. when you're in college, you can't be an alcoholic. Right. That's, that's true. That's true. Yeah. If you're a guy in their, you know, early 20s in college, you, 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 no matter how much you drink and how often you drink, it's always just chalked up to, oh, you're in college. So okay, you get a pass. What if you're in, like, your mid to late 20s, but also still in college? Mm. Do you still get a pass? How, how are we doing? <laughs> Let's see. Grad school, I don't... You know, I think if you're just a master's student, when you go directly to PhD, you actually get more permission to drink. Oh, okay. That's yeah. You're it's, fine. Especially, okay. you know, in the physics program where you hang out with so many Europeans who are just raging alcoholics. Yeah. I mean, when you're hanging out with, like, Belgians and... You know, Germans and stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. So, so a second bachelor's doesn't doesn't work then? Because I went back to college to avoid family interventions. Oh, okay. So I was thinking this was working fine. Yeah. Actually, I don't drink that much. I mean, we're not your family. We don't really care. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like drink yourself to death. It's probably it'd be good. fun. Yeah. We're gonna dress you up like a clown and do some marionette over the balcony. <laughs> I mean. Now we all know that, that urban myth, that, 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 that rumor legend that was going around that everyone hears during their freshman year, at least at UNL, is that if your roommate dies, you automatically get straight A's for the semester. <laughs> That's a weird myth. Which, you know, I guess kind of makes sense, but 
<laughs> it's a weird incentive. Why does it always Pro-tier. come up though? Why is that's yeah, the weird Everyone part knows that. That's what's really weird is that everyone's like, like oh, pro tip, if your roommate dies, that's <laughs> Okay. So if you're struggling, just arrange your roommate to be murdered and make a yeah. like an accident. Good thing I'm studying murderology. <laughs> I have discovered murder. Yeah, man, all the forensic students who, you know, know what goes into a crime scene investigation always get straight A's. But I mean, they can only really probably do that when you're living on campus and they have like a record of who your roommate is. Because otherwise, you could probably like go find, you know, uh, you know, troll the streets for people who just died. <laughs> like when it gets really cold in the winter, and just like go drag this corpse into your house, the house that you're renting, and be like, "Hey, look, there's a dead body near my roommate's died. Oh, looks like I get all A's." I guess you could do that. That could be a rule still, like. Like, Dean, a homeless man died in my room. Well, I guess that's straight A's for you. <laughs> it's like a fly in your soup at a restaurant. Dude, dude, that'd be... I wonder if you could just, like, move into a hospice. <laughs> You're just like, hey, I'm a college student, and I'm... You know, I'm willing to help out here, you know, I'll pay my rent and I'll do some chores, you know, I'll, you <laughs> just know. Just find me somebody who's really close yeah, to just the edge. They gotta die in, like, the next three months. Yeah, yeah. Just or off one per semester. Fair warning. <laughs> he will die at some point. One way or another. But, you know, while he's still alive, we'll do typical roommate stuff. Like, we can play Halo together, we'll have some brewskis. Ladies over, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. Like they, beer like, pong. Like they can come over and also play Halo. Because <laughs> um, that happened a lot. Oh. All those ladies coming over to play Halo. <laughs> Halo yeah. yeah. Yeah, they loved it. <laughs> yep. I guess we didn't, didn't find the right ladies at that point, too. Yeah, I suppose not. Or any ladies. Or any really. ladies. I don't know. I don't want to be sexist. Go ahead. I'll I can power <laughs> through it. Do a pretty good tuck, you know that. Ah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that was always nice. Really helped bring up the gender diversity. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Ethan's here. Oh no, it's 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 uh, Ethania. Yeah. Now. She's European. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why she's yeah. drunk. I wouldn't, I wouldn't shave my beard, but I definitely like wax it, not like rip it off with wax. But you know, I don't know what we're talking about anymore. What are we talking Would about? Would you curl it? <laughs> yeah. No, I do a very straight rectangular mustache. So everyone would trust me when I told them that I was a woman. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be the per- Does anybody need a beer? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, give me another one of my uh, ambrosias there. Bud Light. Yeah, yeah. For the for the listener who can't see, I'm I'm mocking Bud Light as I want yep. to do. Uh, give me a high life, man. Yeah. Highlight. Go for some champagne. Feeling celebratory. <laughs> Ethan, have you? I was just looking at the fridge there. Have you ever tried making hard boiled eggs and then just put them in already made pickle juice? No, but I. Do love hard boiled eggs, and I have some like sweet chipotle pickle juice in Perfect. a jar. Do that. Just put them in there for about five, six days, something like that. Mm-hmm. And sit, eat them. They're fucking delicious. Oh, I'll have to try it. I did that with the the famous Dave's pickles in there. Mm. Just made some hard boiled eggs. Yeah. So pro tip to to our listener. Out you know, there. this seems like exactly the sort of thing Frank Reynolds would do. Yeah. And then I'd put the eggs in my pocket. <laughs> Eat them at some point during the day. Just carry them with you. Yeah. I mean, egg. That's the great thing about hard-boiled eggs, though, right? I oh, mean, yeah. They have, like, a natural protective casing on them. Right. Um, I'm, a big, I'm, a, protein. I'm a big fan of hard-boiled eggs. Yeah, I think eggs are, like, well, no. I think eggs are maybe not. the cheapest protein source. I think lentils actually are. Lentils are like the cheapest food. That's period. Right. But I mean, like, but it's it's eggs, eggs are so cheap though, and they're yes. tasty as hell. Yeah, yeah man. So there are some of those weird people that just like I don't like eggs of any kind. 
Like my cousin yeah, is weird. like that. He's uh, I don't like eggs on anything. I don't like you know scrambled eggs, hard boiled eggs. Yeah, my dad doesn't like eggs either. It's fucked up. It's weird. That but is weird. He grew up on a farm that um, they had chickens, so they'd have eggs. They also had dairy cows that like. Laid eggs he, as like, well. Adam, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cow eggs. He also had dairy cows, and he doesn't like beef, and he doesn't <laughs> like milk, and it's he doesn't weird. like milk. What the fuck? Oh, right. He doesn't like milk. He doesn't like eggs. It's, it's weird. I don't like, know. I don't know if I've like met anyone who doesn't like milk that's not lactose intolerant or have some sort of. Nicole doesn't like milk. Yeah. My girlfriend, for our listener, who is not my girlfriend. That's not the listener. She won't listen to this. It's a bad first sign. No, she'll listen to it. Just tell her I told her to listen to it. Okay, that'll work. She's so concerned, like, if you like her or not, which is true. So, K- Caleb says you'd be cool if you listen to it. <laughs> All the cool kids are listening to the Slazoom podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is, is it possible to... Uh, to maybe brainstorm some different names right here, right now. Okay, so I knew you were going to bring this up. Yep, that's going to happen. not a fan of the old Slazuma Rooster, yeah. I'm not happy with it. Okay, propose. Well, obviously. Uh, Sit down on your knee. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I promised myself I wouldn't cry. <laughs> Promise broken. Promise broken. Okay, I had proposed... And this one isn't going to go well, because it already hasn't. I had proposed the Everlasting Ghostbusters. Yeah. Which I thought was funny, because it's like gobstoppers, but with mm-hmm. Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. And then Caleb responded somehow. We got through the conversation with, um, there is no something, only Zool. Mm. And then there's no podcast, only Zool. Mm. So and then it went Ghostbusters to, references. And then it went to mostly Zool. So <laughs> <laughs> podcast called Mostly Zool. I mean Slimer. I just met her. <laughs> I don't think we're, that's actually that works on multiple levels. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like you know you like you you, you, you put you put the slime on its skin or else it gets and drink them both up. That's right. <laughs> Slazoom. I just met her. Well, that one's that one's an X. We can just get rid of that one. Just brainstorming here. I mean, I, I I do like. There is no podcast, mostly Zool, but it's a little long. It is a little long. Yeah, the, you know, my my only reservation about changing the name, right, is it's gonna be so much work for me to like change the URL of the RSS feed, you know, and I'm not to let everybody know that we got yes, a new one. It's so tough. <laughs> and then that fan base is going to be lost. <laughs> I mean, it, it could stick with Slazoom, I suppose. Because as far as I know, that's the only thing called Slazoom. You'd be surprised. I was thinking of, of random names the other day, and they mm-hmm. were like batshit crazy names <laughs> that aren't funny or clever. They're just stupid and random. And then I would Google them, and they're already the name of a podcast. Oh, yeah. Wow. I, I had the same issue when I looked for band names. Uh, like, I remember, like, oh, how about the Cartographers? Search for that. Oh, nope. Okay, how about Cartography? Oh, nope. There are, like, four bands called Cartography. I'm like, why are there so many bands named after people who make fucking maps? <laughs> You're like, what the hell? That's so fucking stupid. Who would think of that? These <laughs> guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, band names that aren't taken are really hard. I think what you end up doing is most people just end up saying, okay, well, this is taken by some, you know, band from uh, middle of nowhere, Indiana, that, you know, has. 20 likes on Facebook, so it's kind of like, well, I'll just also have this name and whatever. Well, call yourself the Everlasting Ghostbusters. You can have that one for free. Okay. I googled that one. As far as I know, that's not a thing. How about a bucket of testicles? You know? Buckesticles. My wife has fond memories of... uh, Buckesticles. Her her mom's from a big ranching family, and she has fond memories of... uh, Or whatever, like, uh, last memories of her grandfather was, you know, him on... Branding and castration day, just holding the nut bucket where they put all the baby bull testicles. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. 
that was my my dog's favorite day of the year baby bowl testicle day <laughs> she loved them yeah she gobbled them up yep she boiled them mashed them stuck them in a stew <laughs> and more wow. Lord of the Rings references I think most of the Lord of the Rings references would, would most yeah. Lord of the Rings references would be a good name for the podcast yeah we should go something Lord of the Rings <laughs> instead of we seldom make Ghostbusters jokes other than there is no whatever we're talking about only, only Zool. Zool or mostly Zool yeah. mostly Zool but yeah, I guess like three fifths of our references are Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So that's something to keep in mind. Just like think for the rest of this time, like what could be a good Lord of the Rings like, name? Mm, there is no Sauron, only Zool. <laughs> <laughs> One track boss. <laughs> It's bridging the gap. Come on, guys. <laughs> there is no Sauron, only Slazoo. <laughs> like, what the fuck are these guys? Uh, I gotta listen to it now. Okay. Um, should, should we do some words? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can pull out your dictionary. Pick, pick some better words. your dictionary? Today. That'd be a good name for podcast. Without too. your dictionary. That would be good. I could Holy do. shit. I like that. Because that's like what we do. Oh my god. How about whip out your slazoo? (laughs) Whip it out, cast. Whip it out, cast. I just like how your first argument for the the everlasting Ghostbusters thing is like, it's not really relevant to anything. (laughs) Like, it has to pertain to something, so we're going to stick with (laughs) slazoo. Hey, man, you start with the census name, then you make it a thing. Bro. That's right. You gotta force this down America's throat. That's hot. We're stopping with America? Yeah, like your dictionary. Okay, here we go. So this is this is pertinent to some people in the room. Oh, it's not gonna be me. It's not. This better not be like a heteroscedasticity. No, no. It's sermon. Sermon. Like Sir Man. Sir Man. <laughs> you know, sermon sounds a lot like salmon. Yeah? That's, you want to do salmon and salmon? That's where they got the word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. my dad's actually a pastor. Uh, his, his sermons are always very, um, very academic. Like, uh... Those are particularly appropriate for Carlton, Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, not, not a lot of fire and brimstone come from him. A lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, philosophy and stuff. Yeah. Yep. I, I should I shouldn't I shouldn't jump to judgment about the uh, the intellectual capacity of the uh, the churchgoers of Carleton, uh, <laughs> but judging from the churchgoers of uh, of Gilead, mm-hmm. um, my impression is that there's not a lot of um, uh, how to say people aren't going to church Sunday morning for a lesson in philosophy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, regardless of what they're going for, my dad always gives them a lesson in mm-hmm. philosophy. Well, I guess they've kept him around, yeah. so I guess they're That's right. happy with it. Well, and, uh, you know, small sample size, too, with both Carlton and Gilead, I mean. <laughs> okay, we're really really getting into really specifics. You're gonna so add, like, why, why exactly is this not pertaining to me? Uh, because... Wait, I think it's because you're a godless heathen, right? <laughs> Mostly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty is... sure I go to church every Sunday, though. So can you, can you say that about you guys? Half a girlfriend, that Lewis. <laughs> hey, shut up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's why? True. Why is sermon only applied to like religious during church things? You know what? Question. Why? Because I mean, basically, a sermon is a lecture. Uh, I, I don't. It, it's weird that that. Uh, can we Google that? We can. Like, is there something as like a non-religious sermon? Okay, internet. Riddle me this. Do Satanists have non-religious sermons? sermon? Well, uh, you know, I've <coughs> I've only heard it for like, uh, you know, Christian things like yeah, that. I, I mean, do like. Like, Asadru people call it a thing? Right? What? 
Who people? Asatru, uh, people who practice Norse mythology. Oh. As original, because wasn't wasn't thing an actual like Viking word that actually meant like some sort of gathering? It was generalized. Yeah. Or at least they use that on the TV oh, show yeah. Vikings. I was gonna say. Yeah, the you thing. Know this shit. The thing is the thing. Sure. Uh, yeah. I, what's our What's our Google say? Yeah, so basically, uh, sermon, the word sermon is, uh, appears to be pretty much reserved for, um, religious lectures. Okay, cool. Let's pick a different word. Okay. Would they call it a sermon in a synagogue or a mosque? Um, I do not know. Should I, re- do you want me to, do you want me to research this? Okay, really, no. no, no, no. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna say, oh, dude, everyone so, wants to hear the etymology sermon. Of sermon. I don't for think. Jews. <laughs> Sermons about Jews. <laughs> oh boy, I can't I see that ending. Well, yeah. that's like half of them, at least, right? Like that. There's that one Jew, Jesus. He was in a lot of sermons. Jesus was Jewish. I think so. Yeah. Crazy. I always thought he was Mormon. <laughs> okay, all right. New word, new word. Right. Pick a good one. <laughs> okay, you're going to love this. Boredom. Okay. <laughs> boredom. Yeah. I miss boredom. Yeah? Go on. Like, uh, I feel like I'm just constantly overstimulated. Um, by your unemployment? Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm just constantly overstimulated by, uh, you know, you know, being bored used to suck, but then you'd get so bored you'd start to think of things and your mind would start to wander and you get a really good idea. Now it's like the second you don't have stimulation, you whip it out, and by yet I mean your phone. Okay, yeah. Um, and then you just start getting really stimulated. Yep. Yeah. You, you whip out so your phone, look at some porn, whip yeah, it out. It kind of climaxes and then you just don't need any stimulation for a while. Am I still talking about my phone? I don't no, know. you were never talking about your phone. Okay. There is no phone. But yeah, yeah, kind of miss boredom. <laughs> okay, so I still get bored often, I think. Yeah. Even with my phone. Like, I'll pull up my phone and I'll get on Reddit and there's nothing new. And I just, like, scroll yeah. through things I've already seen mm-hmm. and then immediately close it. I've been bored the whole time. Then I'll open up my Pokemon app, yeah. but I'm not going to get out and walk, so I'll just close it again. And I don't know, hop on Facebook, look at all the retarded things that my family puts on there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I go through like, I don't know if you call Reddit social media, but you know, you, uh, normal yeah. social media things. And I spend a good 35 minutes being bored looking at content I've already seen or don't care about. Yeah, no, I totally get that. But, you know, do you guys remember, like, what it was like, like pre two thousand, like mm-hmm. before you really had the internet. See, I think it's it's kind of hard to think about because like we were kids at the time. Oh yeah, and so it's like like kids have like their brains don't work quite the same way. Right, right. I don't know. I I remember always saying I was bored, but I, I seem to remember always having something to do though. Yeah. Like, there was, like, even if it was raining, it's like, my parents don't care. Like, I'm going to go outside for several hours. And yeah. They're like, okay, don't kill any neighbors. And so I just <laughs> they leave. they kill you, is, uh, well, I just whatever. leave for hours. And I'd go outside and grab a stick and just, if I had a friend there, we'd just beat the shit out of each other's sticks. <laughs> you guys have something in common. Yeah. You, either, you and uh, Tucker, right? We'd go and beat beat the shit out of each other with. Stuff. Yeah, well, we, we you know we went and made these weapons out of like tree branches and stuff, and uh, um, we were supposed to be kind of like fencing each other and like trying to knock each other's weapons out of each their hands, but uh, oftentimes someone would get hit in the face with a big branch. Yeah. Yeah. Our our rules... and when we used to rogue, we actually used to fence with our machetes, but we turned <laughs> them around so we were hitting each other with the dull side of the machete. But you were holding. The knife side with your hand? Well, no, not yeah, okay. Maybe. So a machete is oh, oh, I see. So I mean, a corn knife. When you think about like the the rectangle, you got the handle, and then one side is sharp. The machete, it's sharp on one side, but it curves, so at the end is also sharp. Like so we just hold it backwards so that the dull part was facing forward, and 
fence with those, which probably in retrospect it's a miracle no one got there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, that that's only slightly less stupid than holding the sharp in your hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, our games were not to knock the weapon out of the person's hand. It was to it, you'd get a point if you hit the other person. Dude, when you were a kid, when you were a kid, fighting was so much fun because, like, you didn't actually have enough power in your in your body to actually do any permanent or like hospitalizing damage. So, like, when you were like nine years old, you could just go punch your friend in the face and it'd be funny. Well, like, as hard that, as you could. Tell that to Caleb, who got his finger smashed with a hammer. Yeah. Well, that's a that hammer. is permanent damage from a very small child. That is true, yeah. Yeah, it was a very... Also, well, I mean, we, I wasn't fighting, but we were practicing golf. And I went to go get my ball, and none of us had hit a shot that went more than 15 yards the whole time. And my best friend rears back and knocks a good line drive right straight into the back of my head <laughs> and just drops me and I woke up on the couch inside and they told me I didn't black out which means I just lost memory of whatever happened next. Yeah, they probably molested you. Dude, that's going to be the plot for the next Hangover movie. Comments in the head with a golf ball. I remember one time um, our, our friend Kroll had uh, we were on a Boy Scout camp out, and um, I know Boy Scouts is kind of known for, like, the reputation is that it's, like, a good influence for, you know, young boys growing up, but most of the horrible crap and dangerous crap we did growing up was was associated with Boy Scouts, and Caleb and I are both Eagle Scouts. Um, no big and I remember we were out camping, and, and Kroll came at me with this stick, and I wasn't even trying to hurt him. I was just like, I didn't want to get whacked with the stick, so I grabbed another stick and just kind of flung it. I'm like, go away. And it got him, like, right in the eye. Not the eyeball, but the eyelid. Like, his entire lower eyelid was scabbed over. He pulled his eye Afterwards. Out. And uh, it was great, because, like, school pictures from the next week. He <laughs> just has a giant scab all over his face. But, yep. Yep, that's the... Nice. So, Curl is a person that we know. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a real bastard. <laughs> bastard, man. Yep. Some crazy, yeah. crazy bastard. Man. But, you know, this is, this is a kind of a point that I was going to bring up before. It's like when you're a kid and, like, you know, you and your friend beat the shit out of each other. And you go to school and, like, you have, I don't know, like, cuts on your arms or your uh -huh. face or you're missing an eye or whatever. It's kind of cool, right? Oh, yeah. You it's know? bragging point. Yeah. It's still cool. It's not still it cool, is though. Cool. Like, if I go into work and my face is all cut up, it's going to be kind of embarrassing. How is that embarrassing? <laughs> Have you tried it? I mean, I if you walk it. in with a limp and they're like, Caleb, what happened? And you're like, ah, I sprained my ankle making toast. Which is, you know, that's an it old happens. person embarrassing thing. Well, it happens. That, that one's not so, not so great. I remember when I was working on the farm and I was cutting some trees and I was cutting some cedar trees down and this one had a branch that was stuck to another and it broke, um, creating kind of a point on the branch and that branch came back and hit me in the eye. So for a couple weeks I had an actual scar, scar from the Lion King over my eye, which was really, really cool, I thought. Yeah. And I was so... You should have letting it, like, get infected and stuff. That's like, what everyone tells stage. me. I was so upset when, when I realized this is not actually going to scar. And it just, it healed up. <laughs> Maybe you should just, like, take, like, take a knife and just cut up your face a little bit. That would be cool. And, I mean, you can kind of get away with it because it's like, okay, at one point I did actually have a cut here. <laughs> it's it just, just healed from a giant tree. Well. It healed way too well, so I need to. You know, I'm Wolverine. Exacerbate it. I think you just go smash your face through that plate glass window right there and see what happens. I don't know. Well, there's an idea. I've punched through glass before and came out with nothing at all. Well, you're not going to get really? cuts on That's your eyes. Bull crap. I swear to God. Was it I, safety glass? No, it was a, a window pane. <laughs> I was a kid and I, I knew that this particular window had a habit of falling when you open it. It's like, it's supposed to stay up by itself, but it didn't all the time. One of those mm -hmm. old wooden ones. And 
and there was something in there, like a thermometer or something in the window that I wanted to get out. So I cautiously reached my hand up there and then got my hand in and it slammed on my finger right when I put my finger in. <laughs> so just out of, out of just anger, I just punched the window once, nothing happened, punched it again and I just punched straight through the glass. And I, I told my mom, it's like, the window closed my finger and then shattered, which is not, yeah. not true. <laughs> it just <laughs> closed on my finger yeah, yeah. and then it shattered. Yeah, that's not a lot. And she, you know, she, yeah, it, it does. It closed like that. I can nice. see that. But yeah, but speaking of panes of glass, I have a business idea. Oh. I have a company that makes glass and call it and like have your slogan be "We bring the pain." Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That's all that I got. I mean, it's a, it's a starting point. Like, okay, yeah. Caleb's windows, we bring the pain. We bring, yes. we bring the pain. I can imagine those commercials. I'd get Hulk Hogan in. <laughs> He'd be breaking panes of glass. I'd be bringing them to him. That would be good. <laughs> it's like, if you are a former professional wrestler who likes breaking panes of glass... Does he? Is that a thing that he I, did? No what idea. If, what if like, it doesn't the matter. stereotypical or the cliché guys in the movie car chase scene who are hauling like a big like eight oh, yeah. and then you drive through it or run through it or something I've never My seen anybody carrying that. a giant pane of glass anywhere for any reason is that weird? you haven't lived I haven't lived <laughs> because I feel like if I saw it I would I'd try to jump through it yeah that's, that's probably that's why they quit you know, doing it they do it, they, like, they do it like two or three in the morning so no one no one has a chance to jump through it's like quick quick get it in the window quick it's like intentionally or hilariously accidentally <laughs> what was our word uh uh our word was boredom <laughs> well we did not get bored with that somehow yeah All right, well, I'm, I'm sure our audience did yeah Alright, uh, you want a new one? Yeah. Picking. Picking? Yeah. You're the worst <laughs> goddamn random word generator. Yeah. Okay, um, so picking, that's like intercepting a football. Or like uh, picking your nose. Or picking your ass. Or your ass. Picking, oh, your picking apples. You have I two hands, guys. That's so you can pick <laughs> your nose and your ass. So, okay, so th th this is something that, it, you know, it's a little bit taboo. We'll get to picking your ass in a second. <laughs> but everybody picks their nose, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially during the winter when the air is so dry. Like, I, I cannot blow that stuff out of my nose. Like, there's not yeah, there's yeah. not enough pressure in the world for me to blow, to just lots of things. Like, it's just, it's like a solid stucco lining of my nostril. It, that, that has to be digitally removed. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I think, you know, like, if you have a Kleenex at hand, mm -hmm. sure. Use the Kleenex. Yeah. But most of your life, you're living Kleenex-free, right? Like, I don't carry them with me. Well, sometimes I can't even get the Kleenex, you know, in there. I often, you know, sometimes I'll pull out a Kleenex and pick one on my finger yeah. and wipe it on the Kleenex. So it's like working with gloves on. Like, you, you lose the, the Right, sometimes it's safer. Yeah, sometimes it's safer to work without gloves. That's, that's why I always leave, leave one of my pinkies with a really long fingernail. I've noticed so that I can keep get, it pointed, too. I can get way up in there. Like, yeah. I'm a wrist deep most of my life. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I, you could get away with that because you have that massive, massive yeah, my, I can. I can get my entire... My hands are huge, but I can get my entire hand up there. It just shows. But yeah, it's I feel like right I... Now. I hadn't spoken much about this, but I, I feel like I pick an awful lot. Like, I yeah. used to... Like, I don't know. When I was a child, I'd pick because I was a child. Yeah, when I got course. to high school, it was like taboo. And I saw my grandma pick with a Kleenex, and I was like, okay, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, that's old lady. And then I started working on the farm, and I'm like, you know, I'll blow my nose directly into my shirt. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then, I don't know, now I'm just like, if no one's looking, uh, and I'm in a completely public place. You're like, you don't think anybody's looking. I'm picking. <laughs> and then it's like, if nobody's looking that I really care about, like, if there are strangers watching... That's fine. I'm gonna pick. I like, how you, I like how you say pick. You don't say pick your nose. Like pick your nose. You just say pick. Like I'm cool. Pick. I'm gonna pick. Yeah, you guys. You, you don't know the, the the wording of this. You haven't done it enough. You know, I, I always feel 
I feel like if I'm in my car by myself, I can just pick my nose with impunity, mm. and uh, no one will know. But I realize, like, during the middle of the day, absolutely anyone can see in your car yeah. window. Yeah. Like, I've seen people driving and, like, picking their nose. Yeah. It was like, on the outside. It was on the outside. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was just doing that the other day. I was thinking about that same thing, and I was, I was picking. And I'm one of those guys that I'm stopped at a stoplight picking, and there's a guy next to me. I'll roll my window down and put it outside roll it back up. You know Give a good wave. Car, that's gross, man. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it at there. Pick up <laughs> sticks on the window. It's my gift to you. Yeah, well, I don't know, man. I try, you know, I try not to during the summer, but yeah, like I said, when you have that dry winter air, oh, it's just it. It's the only way you can breathe. Yeah, I'm good no matter what. It's, so I'm picking, yeah. I'm glad we went to picking your nose okay. instead of like. Interceptions are picking your ass. Which I'm not sure is the thing. Yeah, no, like, I do an awful lot. Let's get back to that. But hold on, I need to get out of here. Okay, yeah. I, I feel like I should have gone to the bathroom before we started. Interceptions. Uh, well, I'm guessing when Caleb gets back, we're really gonna we're really gonna dig deep into picking the ass. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna go to interceptions. So we better talk about interceptions. You didn't even ask if anybody else needed to be here. Just interceptions like is something we're a little Sorry. too. Colin, do you need I a need beer? a beer, yeah. Ethan, do you need a beer? I'll take another Bud Light, sure. Wow. Let the record show that I'm getting beers for everyone. Yeah, only after my request. Shut up. It's <laughs> a reminder for all of our listeners. Go ahead and uh, send... Do we have like an email thing or like a Twitter thing for our Slazoom thing? Can they put comments on our website? Not yet. Go ahead and subscribe on iTunes when you can and leave us a review. <laughs> you can't and do that. Caleb will personally bring you a beer. <laughs> oh, we should get like a Facebook thing going. But I don't know if I'm the best person because my Facebook account has like 81 friends. That's it. Like, and My Facebook has a bunch of people I know from like college and like professors and stuff who respect me. I'm going to have to put a pretty big disclaimer that, by the way, this goes to dog fucking really quickly. Like... If you think if you enjoy listening to my opinions and philosophy, don't list, don't click on this because it's mostly just obscene nonsense. Ah, oh. ah, oh. it's got that stinky shit on it, dude. That's just bush light. I, no, I don't know what to. To the to the listener, it's a uh, this is a mystery of who shit in Colin Caleb's refrigerator. There's a mysterious brown smelly goo. On uh, all of Colin's bush lights, they're in the fridge. It smells like concentrated feet. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. And it's not a lie. Do you want to smell this? Have you smelled this? It's all right around there. Oh, for fuck's sake! It's bad, man. It's <laughs> vinegary. What is happening? It could be bush light. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, if there was a leak like a long time ago and it was in the cube and that acid got out and it got metabolized by those uh, bacteria that turned uh, alcohol into acetic acid. Turned alcohol into feet. <laughs> it, kind of, it kind of smells like acetic acid. Does it? Uh, Maybe. Maybe. New word? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, we haven't talked about picking your ass yet. <laughs> okay. Well, you brought it up. Now, is that someone something people actually do? I don't know what... I don't know. Actually it's not like itching your ass, like you have an itchy asshole. I mean, sure, I mean, that happens. Yeah. Well, I don't, like, pick it. Like, I... If I'm walking somewhere, if I... I, I feel like if I'm walking for a really long time, <laughs> it's gonna itch, like, a lot the more I walk. Okay. And what I need to do is I, I'll get into my car and then do what everyone does and just move back and forth a little bit. Just oh, yeah, like a dog, yeah, dragging your butt in the car. Yeah, yeah. No, and but I'm, there, not, I'm not picking. Yeah, there, but there are fewer, there's a small number of things in the world that feel better yeah. than itching an itchy ass. Although I will say, like, this has happened to me when I had to take a shit or something. We're getting really personal. Now. Oh yeah, let's let's get into it. <laughs> get all up in there. Well, then then you go and and it's still pretty itchy. So you're trying to hurry up and then you wipe. Yeah, and that's like the ultimate itch. Oh yeah, that fair point. Yeah, that that can also be very very you know. I'll I'll wipe an extra three or four times in. just because yeah. it feels good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> 
you know, I, I hate to be academic about this, but as a person with a background in parasitology, yeah. um, whenever I think about people oh, yeah, uh, picking their ass, I always think about pinworms, because, yeah. you know, that's part of how pinworms get you to reinfect yourself with them, is the, yeah. um, the female pinworms sneak out your butthole at night. And lay eggs around right there. The place. And then they're, they're really itchy, so you scratch your ass with your fingernails, and you get pinworm eggs underneath your fingernails, and uh, you know, wash your hands, and you eat, and then uh, you reinfect yourself, and the circle of worms continues. By the way, uh, pinworms. Here's an interesting thing about them. Most parasites, or most helminth. Okay, helminth means a worm. Most like worm parasites you can see without a microscope. Um, most of them are more common in underdeveloped areas, uh, you know, just kind of like in the, in, in the middle of the Amazon or the middle of the Congo or whatever. Yeah. Um, but pinworms um, are actually more common, I think the most, the highest prevalence is in Scandinavia. And then like the rest of Europe and the United States are right far behind. So that's a, that's a, an, an intestinal worm parasite is actually more common in the developed world. Um, and the neat thing about those is they actually do. The females <coughs> crawl out of your butthole, lay eggs around your taint, then crawl back into your butthole at night. So how big are these worms? Like, what's their, what's their range? I mean, I think they're like, I think, well, I think their length is like maybe like half a centimeter. So they're not very, okay, well, nematodes. So, the, so they're not like the big, like, 15 centimeter long big round worms yeah. live in you but they're you know they are macroscopic and that you can see them without a microscope wow neat so like like if I go to a doctor and he gets like the little like periscope thing to look inside my ass uh, he, he could like look around and see these things crawling around up in there well, they'll do a stool sample. To they check. usually live in. Ah. Okay, so the best way to diagnose pinworms is Graham's tape technique. Oh, for don't. And that's when you get up early in the morning because they come out of your butt at night to lay their eggs. Yeah, yeah. this okay. this, so this is morning, what it sounds like, by the way. This tape technique. And since yeah. we're on the butthole topic, <laughs> there is going to be tape on a butthole. So okay, yeah, the first thing right, in the morning, good. you get up, you go to the doctor. Yeah. And you, you just bend over and spread them, and they take okay. a little piece of scotch tape, and they just go, boop, and touch it right to your butthole. See? And pull it off, and that should take the tape, the, uh, not tapeworm, the pinworm eggs with it. Yeah. And they can look at those, and the, the eggs are very distinct because they look like little footballs under a microscope. Um, so they, that's how they diagnose tapeworm, or not tapeworms. Well, well that's, that's kind of hard tape, to see. So yeah. Pinworms. Nice. And funny thing, in the United States, uh, pinworm refers to nematodes in the genus Enterobius. In Europe, um, pin, the common name pinworm refers to uh, nematodes in the genus uh, Strongyloides. That is the most interesting thing I've ever heard. Can yeah. we get a new word? Yeah. <laughs> That's time for a new word. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I want to know. Nobody word. ever wants to know this, ever. <laughs> it's good. It's the most common. Okay, no, it's thing. fine that we know how to put tape on your butthole. <laughs> but we don't need to know about the specific genus names of species and, okay, and right. animals. And Okay, fine. You want a new word? I'll give you a new word. It's going to be butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Or taxonomy? No. Estimate. Okay. <laughs> that sounds really scientific. I feel like guess would be so much... Well, what do you, you should estimate something. Like, if you had to estimate how many pinworm eggs were on Colin's ass right now, <laughs> I bet it's more or less over <laughs> under 100. <laughs> Definitely... Yeah. Yeah. Hundreds and thousands. More than even more than you bro. <laughs> okay, estimate. So yeah, yeah, it just uh sounds like a word that's not all that interesting. Yeah. Should we skip it? Just guessing. Yeah. I'm, I'm let's guessing. Skip it. Let's go to the next people one. don't care. Meat. Meat? Like yeah. meat meat and greet or meat. Like pieces of animal flesh. The less interesting one. Meat, meat and, and greet. greet. Yeah. Wow, it is. Okay. Oh damn it. So, so here we are, we're meeting together. 
Who's the okay? Here's something for me. Who's the most famous person you've ever met? <coughs> Caleb. When you think about this oh, real long. Okay, all right, all right. That's a good question. I mean, I didn't meet. Um, oh shit! What's his name? Uh, the 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 Heisman winner for Nebraska. The, the oh, Tommy Frazier. To- no, no, the white one. Eric Crouch. Eric Crouch. Jesus. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, I, I met him in person once. He, like, came to uh, our high school to, like, promote his family's playground equipment company or something. <laughs> and so somewhere... Yeah, I think he's I already so Nebraskan. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty Nebraskan. Yeah, I mean, that's... Probably it, yeah. I don't know. Outside of what that. What about you? Okay. It's gotta be some famous parasitologist. <laughs> oh, I do know some world-renowned... Okay. Yeah, I definitely know some... UNL is actually a freaking powerhouse of parasitology. So I know... I, so I know her well, uh, like, five or, you know, five people who would be... Any parasitologist would know. Like, like oh my gosh, you know them. Um, but I'm guessing most of the people listening to our podcast aren't going to be parasitologists. So right. that. Um, Only one third. You. So to, to yeah. continue in Caleb's <laughs> lame ass direction, the most famous people I've like met, um, Tom Osborne, of course. He he preached a guest sermon at the church where I play guitar. Sure, yeah, I, yeah, I think I met him too. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. And like at this leadership conference. Yeah. Um, Larry the Cable Guy, I randomly ran into him at a cigar shop. Like that's, yeah, I remember that story. Like, he just, yeah, yeah, he just, uh, and here's the really interesting thing about Larry the Cable Guy. I know that a lot of comedians think he's a hack and think, oh, he has this whole act. If you meet him in person, just his day-to-day life, he is like, the persona he projects, um, like on TV, on his specials, it's just maybe about like 110% of his just walking around persona. Like he walks around in the, in, in the, with the like camouflage Nebraska hat with the fishing hook in it and like the, uh, the cut off like flannel vest and everything. Like he is, you see him on TV, you're like, oh, it's just an act. He's not that much of a hick. Yes, he is that much of a hick. Well, yeah, he's from like Nebraska. He's, it's yeah. not too surprising. It, the only thing, you know, his, his voice is a little bit different. Yes, he does he, he, have that. Larry the Cable Guy accent, like Southern accent. Well, that's, yeah, that's the stupid thing. It's a Southern odd. thing, not yeah. a Nebraska thing. When, when he plays up that voice. Although yeah, we, so we, Larry we the Cable Guy and Tom Osborne. Yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Very oh, and Tommy Frazier. Tommy Frazier. So yeah, uh, yeah I think I met him at all state tables in Nebraska. Yeah. I can't top this any of that. I've never met anybody of that caliber, like yeah. either of you. Really? This caliber. I have no idea. That's like, very sad. Yeah. No, no fucking clue who I would say. I, I like to ask this question to people, and then people always turn it back on me. Like, who's the most famous person you've ever met? And I, I, I once met the the really big guy from Indiana Jones when he fought Indiana Jones. Oh um, shit! And you know, and then got chopped up by the propeller. Yeah, you met that guy. I met that guy. Holy shit! That guy's been in movies. That's that guy's been in one us. movie, and I'm not sure he spoke the entire time. I think he did some grunting. I met that guy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Lay the scene. What? Where? Well, when? Think, how? I think it was. It was like in Disney World or did something. He they had like the the play type of uh, the play. Uh, the they they acted out that scene. And I remember at that time I was pretty young, and I was like, I, I really want to meet this Indiana Jones impersonator. Like, yeah. it's not really Harrison Ford, obviously. Of course. But yeah. the other guy was really that guy. That guy's... Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, so I took awesome. it for granted back then, but it's, it's way cooler. Oh, man. I don't remember his name or anything. He's a really big man. His name was, it was probably Hans something. Yeah, Hans Gruber. Hans <laughs> <laughs> um, Gruber. Like I Hans. just met him. <laughs> and I think he was German, right? He was a Nazi. Yeah, he was yeah. working for the Nazis. Yeah, you mean like his character in the movie or the actor? The actor. I mean, Walt Disney was kind of a Nazi, right? So I've heard that's actually been disproven or like not proven. I guess I like to believe that he was kind of a Nazi. (laughs) Okay, that's good. Well, like even like Henry Ford, 
Hitler really liked Henry Ford. I don't know how much Henry Ford liked Hitler. Like, Hitler awarded him, like, the German, like, Eagle Cross Award medal thing. But, I mean, Hitler chose to do that. It's like, you know, if you've got a weird stalker, it's not like you're into that. This is your weird stalker. So I don't really know how much that applies to Henry Ford. Yeah. He did think Jews secretly controlled the world and, like, made Ford dealerships (laughs) across the country carry this newspaper that talks about... Oh, how the world was run by some Jewish conspiracy. Yeah. Maybe it was just, just like an crazy. admiration. You know? That's true. Is that good job, Jew? <laughs> good like, good on you, Jew. Good Jew. <laughs> Sorry. Good Jew. Good Jew. Good Jew. Hey, Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Jube? Jube. I feel like we're not I think that's short enough. for like the Jubacabra. Little <laughs> Jubacabra. Is that a South Park joke? I think so. Yeah. I, I hope half so. Half the stuff we're doing here. So, I don't know. I like know... I know very few Jewish people. Yeah, I, I feel like we really need to enunciate because we only said the word Jew like three times in the past minute. We said Jude and Jube. Yep. Jube. And Jubacabra. It's hard. To, it's hard. It's hard to. Yeah. Because Jewacabra is so much worse. Yeah. It's so much more offensive. Yeah, it is. It is. It's true. Should we get one more word? Yeah. All right. All right. Something better than meat, for it's God's closed. sake. Yeah, that was meat. <laughs> Those who forgot. Ah, uh, okay. This is actually a very good one. Okay. This is really good. Tank. Fate. Oh, fate. Oh, so it's Chupacabra. <laughs> fate. Yeah. All right. Do do we believe in fate or magic in a young girl's heart? <laughs> I mean, I I think like the this the experimental upper limits on the existence of magic everywhere else except for a young girl's heart are so low that it sort of is starting to. Um, Beg disbelief. <laughs> okay, well that. Gets but in magic. a young girl's heart, we know this magic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cardiologists have actually told me that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is why young girls don't get heart attacks. <laughs> yeah, like the pediatric cardiologist journal, man. We yeah. immediately got off of fate. We were right into magic in young girls' hearts. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't believe in it. I don't either. That's stupid. Well, so let me ask you this, Kale, as a physicist. Oh, uh, I'll be happy to bullshit on so what I, you like. The so difference stupid. between determinism and randomness, like, if I were to just create a clone of this universe <coughs> that is exactly the same as this universe... Mm-hmm. And just let these two universes run in parallel through time. Mm-hmm. Would they continue to be identical? What, which is already happening, right? There are so many identical universes behaving in different ways, right? There are infinite amount of universes. Theoretically, but Im- but empirically impossible to. Yeah, I mean, we've never been to. Yeah, but well, in, I mean, in okay. one of those universes, I they have look. proven this. It's in a book. It's true. So there it is. Proof right there. <laughs> I proved the multiverse theory. Because, <laughs> because in one of these universe. other verse universes, they have proven. <laughs> Case closed. Case closed. Well, yeah. But also in one of these other universes, they disproved Oh, <laughs> shit, no. <laughs> <laughs> The multiverse theory is a paradox. It's <laughs> a pair of ducks. There are probably there is probably a universe where it is simply a pair of ducks. Can you imagine two ducks just existing throughout eternity? That's all. Just male uh, mallards don't quag. Really? Yeah. What what the female females, mallards do. Females quag. Interesting. What do the males do? They just like sit around. They go waka waka waka. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> okay, fate. Back to fate. Or I need to bring it. Because I know this brought up. I was, I was reading this thing about the idea of you know uh, 
Heisenberg's uncertainty and free will. Ah, yes. That people are like, oh, well, you know, there's free will because Heisenberg's uncertainty, so you can't say which way this is going to do. But they're like, well, okay, so it is truly random, but random is not the same thing as free will. Like... Yeah, I mean, it's, uh... I, I think free will is kind of a hard thing to define. Oh, it really is. Yeah. Um, I mean, I... I I think maybe you could say that like human actions are non-deterministic, but I think even that's kind of a hard argument yeah. to make because... Um, How do you possibly prove or disprove that? Well, maybe we'll get to the point where we can. Like, if you can, you know, monitor the, the different, like, firings of neurons and stuff inside the right. brain, right? Um, <coughs> I suspect... I'm certainly not up on the research on this, but I suspect that it's the case that uh, the the way that the brain works is not particularly susceptible to quantum effects. I I thought I actually read about this, and it was kind of surprising that they thought it was like what do they say too wild and wet? Yeah, why 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 too is warm and wet? Okay, because like even a single cell. Um, it's made up it's of huge an enormous number of atoms, right. and quantum effects okay. really only take effect yeah, on like okay. single yeah, atoms or so. Um, and when you have collections of atoms, they be they don't really behave yeah. quantumly. Awesome. <laughs> well done. <laughs> well, uh, what I know when I looked up the like specs. the Wikipedia page for spooky actions. Um, <laughs> That, in terms of determinism, um, a lot of people say, okay, well, you know, they've some crap about Bell's inequality and stuff, and uh, Caleb would have to elaborate on this. I could try. But, like, yeah, with with determinism, it's like, okay, if you, in theory, if you had a really, really powerful computer, could you predict anything that's ever going to happen, um... 42? Is it 42? Or 43? 42? Oh, yeah, by the whatever Adams, the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Is. Yeah. yeah. Go. God damn it, my train of thought derailed. Fate. That's fine. Also, I think we're, blaze it. We're, we're starting to run out of time here, I think. Are we? Well, how long is this? How long have we been talking? Dude, if we destroy all the clocks, time will cease to exist. No, just just over just over an hour seems to be right around the. Okay. Moment. Well. Do we have any closing remarks? This time I don't remember how we close. So. Uh, well, um, I I think last time we tried to have a short discussion on naming. <laughs> with Slazoom, yeah. Which uh, which is a very fantastic name, and will be hard to. Um, just uh, supersede. I'm not happy about it. Yeah, I know. But, but, but. <laughs> you said but. I said Thrice. it three times. Ah! Yeah, man. Call, that, did you that, say but three times? That means it's but is gonna show up. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes buttle juice. <laughs> oh, that sounds so terrible. Here comes <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I think that's a great note to end on. Guys. I think it is. All right, everybody, say goodbye, Ethan. Uh, God, ah, oh, son of a gun! I tried to think of like a cool sign off last time. It, it was. It wasn't going to be cool. Okay, uh, now that's right. what I call pancakes. There you go, Colin. Goodbye. Goodbye. And I'll see you next time.